0: What's up everybody to get right to it does Martin Lawrence have a case in the GOAT debate does Martin have a case in the GOAT debate a lot of times when we talk about the greatest comedians of all time even though Martin was the head huncho in the 90's for some reason he's often overlooked Um when it comes to, to the GOAT to the Mount Rushmore even We'll hear Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle, even, um, but where does Martin rank? Does his resume stack up? Can we put him, um, in that, in that conversation and, um, full disclosure before I do this, normally on, on these kind of talks, I try to be as unbiased, um, as possible. Um, that's kind of not going to happen here because Martin is my favorite comedian. And so I'm, It's going to be hard to not be uh, biased, but I do want you to just hear me out and I want to make the case for Martin Lawrence, not just because I'm biased, but I do genuinely think um, he has a case and what I'm going to be using to prove that is something Max Kellerman used to always use um, on his debates on first take. Of course, that was before Stephen A uh, fired him, (laughs) but Max Kellerman, whenever they would have the the goat debate with Jordan and LeBron he would always make the argument that Jordan had the highest peak we've ever seen right at his highest uh Jordan was the greatest we've ever seen and even though I I, I kind of disagree I understand the point um and so I I think what I'm want to prove with Martin is Martin at his peak was the best in terms of comedy he was the best you could be um And and what I'm including is, in that is not just stand up. I mean, when we include all of what encompasses a great comedian, stand up, movies, TV shows, I think pound for pound, Martin stands uh, at the top of that. And I'll explain that in just a second. But Kevin Hart actually is the one who piqued uh, this question in my mind, because on his podcast, Comedy Gold Mines, he was talking to. Um, I think it was Cheryl Underwood. Um, Pardon me if I'm if I'm wrong on it, but I want to I'm almost 100 percent sure I, it, that is that is Cheryl Underwood if you check that. But Cheryl Underwood was having this conversation with with Kevin Hart and she was explaining her start and talking about Def Jam and Martin came up. And Kevin Hart wondered, he said, I wonder why Martin doesn't get more, um you know, accolades or recognition when it comes to the GOAT debate and that got me thinking I was just like it's a good question and then like a week later um I saw Martin he was just in the news a lot for some reason that week he was doing a new movie with John Malkovich uh I forgot the name of it but that's it's kind of a drama that's gonna come out um he has a new tv show that that's gonna come out as well and Joe Rogan actually did a little um I, I can't remember what episode that is. You'll have to research that. But Joe Rogan did a little comment where he, on his show where he talked about Martin being just an absolute killer back in their touring days, how he, he would just have people laughing in a different kind of way, uh, the killer that Martin Lawrence was on tour. And so when we talk about where does Martin fall? Uh, i wanna i wanna debate three things with you guys stand up movies t v shows right stand up movies t v shows we'll we'll start with t v shows and and let me actually do this in reverse order because let's say for instance you take richard pryor right richard pryor is often from a stand up perspective looked at as number one uh in terms of t v shows he had the Richard Pryor show and he had some other stuff that he did but it wasn't as great as his stand up um we we don't still watch the Richard Pryor TV show today movies we don't really care for for Richard Pryor's movies um that much as well outside of his the movie probably Harlem Nights which Eddie did and and put him in so stand up boom he checks that box movies TV shows I can't give him that same weighted credit, right? So just follow me on this. This is what we're discussing. I don't want to just talk about stand up. I'm, I'm, I mean, let's do it all. Um, So that—that's Richard, a oh, Robin Williams. Even you know, great movies did TV for a minute. Stand up. We don't rank Robin Williams stand up um, at the top. George Carlin, fantastic stand up. We don't rank his movies or TV shows. At, at the top of the top Chris Rock fantastic stand-up but again movies those movies didn't do what we thought they should do just wasn't as funny as we would have uh wanted them to be now the Chris Rock show is one of my favorite shows I even think Dave Chappelle piggybacked a lot of what Chris Rock did on the Chris Rock show that used to come on HBO a lot of people don't even know about uh, that show or remember it but I have very vivid memories of that show and a lot of what Chappelle did on Chappelle's show was from um the the Chris Rock show on HBO but Chappelle fantastic uh I'm sorry Chris Rock fantastic tv show fantastic stand-up movies good Chappelle Chappelle show I just mentioned it we know how a one that is stand-up probably the the greatest stand-up uh arguably we've ever had with what he's been doing lately Movies, Ah, not so much. Half-Baked, okay. Dave Chappelle's Block Party, okay. Um, Blue Streak, he was in with Martin. He was really funny in that. But in terms of his starring roles, he he never branched out and and became a movie star. Even to this day, if Dave Chappelle dropped a movie, I don't know um, if people would just be lined up like, I can't wait to see the Dave Chappelle movie. His stand-up, sure. Movies, that's another thing. Now, the closest person I would say to martin lawrence in terms of the goat debate and if you want to make an argument for him i i'll i'll go along with you to a certain degree because it's almost hard to take this away from him but eddie murphy eddie murphy could possibly be the goat and if i'm if i'm making uh the case for martin he's the number one person who i would have to try to overcome and it's very difficult because eddie um checks all three stand up eddie murphy raw delirious we know the trailblazing uh that he did with stand up uh TV shows, Saturday Night Live. Even though that wasn't technically his own show, he was a big part of the success when he was on SNL. Movies, it's no discussion. He's arguably the greatest comedian movie star uh that we've ever had, starting with Forty Eight Hours, Beverly Hills Cop, Nutty Professor. Um, all it, you could go on and on. Harlem Knights coming to America, Boomerang. It just goes on and on and on. It's never ending. So Eddie wins that. And and like you, like I said earlier, if you want to say Eddie's the goat, you know I'm I'm not gonna cry about it because he he is. This is very hard to make this argument. The reason I would give the edge to Martin is the TV show area because it's different having your own show where you're responsible every week where you're writing and working hard every week. And your name is attached to it as opposed to SNL. You're a cast member. You come in, you do your job, you go home now to get to Martin Martin to me is the only comedian that simultaneously mastered all three of these areas at one time, stand-up, movies and TV shows. He mastered and ascended to the highest peak, um, simultaneously, all three at one time. No other comedian I mentioned or that you can mention, I believe, can do that. And I would love to hear an argument, but I don't believe there's any other comedian that can say I master stand up movies and T V shows all at the same time in full peak mode. And so that's going back to the Max Killerman argument about MJ. When we watched him at his full peak, when we watched Martin at his full peak, I don't think anybody can ever get there even Kevin Hart right some of the newer comedians Kevin Hart his you know his stand up to me uh it takes a lot of criticism but I love his stand up movies he's doing a fantastic job never really did the TV show he had a couple pilots they didn't work out so even with Kevin Hart two out of the three um Martin hit all three we'll start uh with with his stand up cuz most people that's the most unfamiliar Probably area of Martin's career, going back to his very first uh, stand up. And again, I'm not weighing Martin stand up his whole career. This is just talking about peak for peak, who is the best? Martin in '94 when he dropped "You So Crazy." This is at uh, the time at the time when Death Comedy Jam is in full swing we know what a trailblazing thing and how, how high it was and how funny and, and such a big deal. It was when, when you, uh, you so crazy dropped deaf Comedy Jam is rolling. The Martin TV show is the biggest thing going. And then the next year he would drop bad boys. So Martin, in terms of peak comedic prowess is unmatched. You so crazy to me is the greatest stand up special of all time and we can debate that I know I'm I'm probably in a minority in that I get it but if you watch You So Crazy and watch something else after that tell me what is funnier than You So Crazy in terms of its comedic timing its relevance to what was going on the stuff he was talking about it it was nothing can touch You So Crazy for my generation to me it it was a defining uh comedic film for my generation it was our Eddie Murphy Raw it was our Richard Pryor live on the Sunset Strip and so Martin what Martin did I think he gets a lot of love because he was kind of the first of his kind in terms of the the new generation the 90s the hip-hop generation but he also seems to get forgotten or left off the list because he was first and there's so much that has happened after him and so many were able to build on what he did his name can sometimes be forgotten because he hasn't worked as much uh, in the la- in the latter years of his career and he mellowed out, he's kind of different now. But I don't want it to get lost that pound for pound at his peak, You So Crazy was was just bananas. And he had run till that after that, which was cool too. But to me, You So Crazy was his defining moment. And and if you go back, when Kevin Hart started trying to break these box office records, it was a big deal because Kevin Hart was putting out all these concert films trying to break Eddie Murphy's record. He never could do it But some of the people that he, he passed up one of the, the people was Martin's you so crazy and run tell that that's what he was really competing with as well. A lot of people don't know that Martin's numbers stand up wise, even though he doesn't get a lot of credit, his numbers stand up wise are right there with Eddie Kevin Hart, Richard Pryor. If you just go look up and research run, tell that research you so crazy and look at what they did, uh, as a box office film, That's stand up movies, and I'm I'm gonna save the Martin Show for last because we know that he's in a category alone when it comes to TV with because of the Martin Show. So I'm gonna save that for last. But movies, Martin uh, and Kevin Hart brought this up when he was talking about Martin on his podcast. Martin was commanding twenty million dollars per film as a comedian. Not only that, as a black comedian. That's that's when the, at a time in the '90s when only you know the early 2000s as well when only. You know your your Will Smiths, your your Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, Brad Pitt, George Clooney. It's a very select few, Denzel, that could walk to the table and be like, "Hey, have my twenty million ready." Like Martin was one of those dudes. No other comedian outside of Eddie Murphy in terms of movies is bringing that to the table. They're not commanding twenty mil. Martin is, and he had a run starting with Bad Boys. And and uh, a thin line between love and hate. It wasn't the box office success as a as his other blockbuster movies, but it's a cult classic. We still talk about a thin line. Ninety nine, he did Life. Two thousand, Big Mama's House. Ninety nine, he also did Blue Streak, um, which which was a a number one, another number one movie when it came out. Um, Bad Boys Two came out shortly after in in o three, and and he just had and I'm leaving out some films, but. And all his films weren't, you know, blockbusters, but he was consistent during the time he he hit his peak. But around that 95 uh, time when Bad Boys dropped, he he began to do movies and he had the, the TV show and the stand up. Everything was was rolling at the same time. And then finally, of course, to the Martin Show. The Martin Show was a different show because, again, Martin being kind of the first hip hop comedian at the turn of the 90s, it was different from everything we were used to seeing up to that point it was you it was different than the the eddie murphy style of comedy right eddie murphy kind of appealed to our parents generation that richard Pryor generation they had their own uh kind of lane in terms of comedy martin's lane was a lane that that he trailblazed nobody else was in that lane he pretty much invented the style of comedy that we got in the 90s he they were and and to be fair All of the comedians that you saw on Def Jam, Martin being, of course, the host, they were all trailblazing. They were all carving out a niche that that didn't exist because they were all figuring out. Nobody knew what this explosion was of all these young black comedians. Nobody knew what this was and how important it would be looking back and and seeing all the careers that came out of that. Right. We see all the superstars that were made from just the, the early 90s stand up comedy. Like that was so huge and, and monumental and Martin being the host of that and being at the forefront of that that has to account for something that has to mean something. And so getting to the TV show, Martin, the characters uh, that he played, how it was written, what it meant in terms of new school comedy, it was different and, and it was in a league of its own because it was unique and it it was it was great it was different from the jeffersons it was different from uh sanford and son it was kind of our young adult black comedy uh what what it looks like that's what martin did week to week what does the young black couple look like that's what martin did week to week to week throw in uh gina and pam the the young corporate women as again, this is the 90s. So things are changing and they're putting that on screen. It's not like they're maids or, or they're just working dead end jobs. They're working corporate jobs. They're dressing nice. So we're seeing, uh, black men look good on, we're seeing Tommy and, and, and we're seeing Martin, uh, working and trying to take care of their, their, their families and doing all these things that up to that point, we weren't really seeing a lot of on TV for the younger generation. It became something that you could look up to week to week. And not only that, but it was funny as heck, man. It was just funny. It was funnier than anything else that we've ever seen, in my opinion. There's no show that we can watch 30 years later, excuse me, that still rings out like Martin. Martin, right now, whatever episode you pick, put it on, you're going to laugh your tail off. No other comedian can say that they have a show from almost 30 years ago. That's still just as funny as when it came out, and it's still in syndication. Still gets played on TV every day. You can turn on BT, MTV, Two, uh, HBO Max. You can see Martin anytime, and no other comedian can say that. We're not still watching Home Improvement <laughs> like that. We're not. We're not still watching. Um, like I mentioned, Chris Rock show earlier. It's it's awesome, but we st- we're not still watching. Uh, reruns of the Chris Rock show, like that, Chappelle show, awesome. We hopefully can get that back on Netflix because it was awesome. But as great as it is, it still isn't on. It didn't dominate at the level Martin did as a network show week to week. No, so I know I'm I'm in the minority with this, and I know everybody has their own say. And I just think we have to put a little bit a r- little bit more respect on Martin Lawrence's name. He, in my opinion, again, I'm, I'm probably a little biased, but in my humble opinion, he's the GOAT because he had the best peak of any other comedian, black or white, in the 90s or, or during his time. I don't believe in the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, or now uh, that there's been a comedian to hit that level of peak stardom in all three. But I hope you enjoyed the talk, even if you disagree with me. uh, Let me know how you feel because I love having conversations about this because it's all great history. Even if we disagree, we have to respect what what, uh, Chris Rock, Chris Tucker, Martin, uh, Kevin Hart, Eddie Murphy, Pryor, Robin Williams, all these people, uh, all these great comedians, we have to respect what they did because they kept us entertained for so long. Uh, So let me know what you guys think. Can't wait to continue the discussion, and I'll see you next video. Peace.